The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the <laughs> Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match review of West Bromwich Albion nil, Leeds United 5. My name's Adonis, and it's a very good hello from me. And joining us today for this very happy match review is Cookie. Hello. And Sam. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so, um, a bit weird. Uh, 4-0 up at halftime. I didn't really know what to do with myself. It's never, it's, honestly, it hasn't been that comfortable for a while, has it? It really hasn't been that comfortable for a while. And I don't know, it almost didn't seem real that it was just that easy for us, that with that dominating. It was just, it was absolutely brilliant. Like you said, I was I was stuck for something to do at halftime. I was looking at my message, just like, this is this is brilliant. Yeah. More of this. 1995. Absolutely. You said well, it'd been a while. It's been quite a while since we've yeah. been up at halftime. Okay. I was two years old. <laughs> it was um, surprisingly easy, wasn't it? I think it was obviously made easier for us by the own goal. That settles the nerves nice and early, doesn't it? it means you can take your time. It was really nice to see um, Klitsch back on form. I thought he looked good until he went off. Rodrigo looked good. It was, it was just... I've never felt so relaxed watching a Leeds game, which before the game I was genuinely quite nervous about trying to break down a back 10 of <laughs> Sam's West Brom. So, mm. yeah, it couldn't have gone any better. But we didn't need to. We didn't need to in the end. Curse. <laughs> they did it for us. Yeah, our, sec- our second top scorer from last season came back, did wonders for us. Get it on, goal. <laughs> <laughs> he's been underperforming this year <laughs> absolutely hilarious <laughs> yeah. I was just laughing I just oh, laughed man. it was just I, so I, funny didn't even look did he he didn't even look he just just thought he was going to be there to be fair the keeper was come quite far out didn't he but he should have definitely looked before he's passing that back but like you say Cookie that just settled the nerves I mean I went into this actually genuinely quite confident I know Big Sam is a bit of a shit house, but I just think they're shit. Every time I've seen them this season, they're shit at West Brom. Um, and they had a few injuries. Um, they don't really have a striker. I just thought, this is this is tailor-made. You know, they're, they're stuck in between, um, you know, their, their old style and Big Sam's new style. They're sort of in that in-between bit where they're trying to learn and it's perfect time to play them, I think. And yeah, it's just a piece of piss. And like you say, early goal settles their nerves and yeah, straight into it after that. Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know you're playing well. When Melier basically goes, I'm fucking bored here, boys. Mm. I'm going to pass it to one of them. He was he on something, though, wasn't he? Uh, was it Magic Mushrooms? You could yeah. see it in his eyes. Yeah, yeah he looked like tripping, didn't he? He looked like he was tripping. Yeah, you know the keeper's made a proper mistake, like a proper mistake. When he does that, <laughs> he screams at everyone like, he's someone else's fault. Like, <laughs> whose fault was it? It was really? his fault and no one else's. <laughs> I do like that from a keeper, though. And yeah. it, I just and it... love the fact, yeah, he exudes confidence. Like, he doesn't, mm. even when he makes a mistake, it, and he does because he's 20, so he's going to, mm. He it doesn't stop him coming out and trying, does it? He's still going to come for crosses. And it's like some someone said, I can't remember where it was, but 
we've worked out how to defend corners now, and that's just to have Meslier come and tr- Meslier try and come and get everything, no mm. matter what. Yeah. <laughs> He's tall enough, isn't he? He literally doesn't even need to jump. He just arm yeah. over and reach it. Stretch arm strong. Yeah, that's go, it. Go gadget, uh, <laughs> punch. Get it on. Um, <laughs> so fucking long, aren't they? He's he's got he's got a very deep, very French voice, and I can't oh, imagine yeah. what it would be like to be shouted at from him. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? <laughs> All the lads, you just be confused that voice coming out. <laughs> All the lads are twenty years old. They're probably just thinking, show me French gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Stop no, putting no, that no. voice on. <laughs> Ellie, no. <laughs> <laughs> been watching, by the way, because uh, Bielsa has just been on and standard, you know, kind of hasn't hasn't bigged up what we've done. Felt like we were good defensively, um, mm. took his chances, you know. So he's happy. But I will tell you what annoyed me: the straight after the game, you've obviously got Jimmy, and I don't know who that last is who's on Amazon for our game. Does anyone know? No. Well, well no, saying, not a They were saying we tried to sign Harrison in the summer and failed and that we will probably fail to get him again at the end of the season, and that Man City definitely want to keep him, which showed oh the level of reason these absolute fucktards do in not even realising that we have the option to buy. Like, we, we chose not to buy, to spend cash on other players. How do these people get up in front of millions of viewers? Millions. You know, we'll get a few hundred or whatever for our podcast, you know, we've got a, a few, a fair few hundred people listening, but these people have millions of people listening to them and they get up and they've got no idea what the fuck they're talking about. And they just spout complete bollocks. The worst part is, I can't remember who it was on Twitter. It might've been uh, Tasker or someone like that was saying how, and in fairness, in general, he's probably right, is that most of the, the female pundits tend to be better than the men because they have to work harder because they're not ex-footballers from the Premier League. So they have to kind of do the research. And this last on Amazon, I have no idea who she was. I just thought, you're doing nobody any favours because she was just chatting absolute shit. She like came out with the standard trope of, you know, oh, well, you know what's going to really matter to Leeds United is the business end of the season. Will they tire at the end of the season? It's like, will you fuck off? <laughs> it's so boring hearing you all say the same shit that clearly is not true. We played Just a game two, two days ago. We played a game two yeah. days ago. Do we look fucking tired? No, someone <laughs> do some fucking research, please. Not only that, mate, look at us, right? We've played the exact same fucking team two days later. Look at Leicester. Made like six, seven changes mm. and they look shit. Yeah. We're, we are not tired and we've played the exact same team. Like, I just... It really annoys you, the lack of just basics that you'd expect anyone covering a football match to do. If I wanted to be a professional uh, pundit, which I'm clearly never going to be, I would just expect to have to do some basic research as to who it is I'm covering. You know, you can't imagine the old school commentators like John Motson and that just turning up and chatting that kind of shit. Mm. The thing is, the people that watch that, like they they obviously haven't, maybe seen Leeds that often and they have, they watch that and they take that in and that's that's their that's what they think Leeds are like. So everyone all of my mates who, you know, a lot of them armchair fans, um, they watch that and they'll think, oh well Leeds tire and they tell me, oh well Leeds are getting tired. It's like, well no they're not. So people are obviously watching that. Like you said, the millions of people watch 
watching it, they fucking believe in it as well because they don't have anything else to go off. Just get someone yeah. on who knows a bit more and is asked to put some research in, please. Does my head in. Yeah, I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. From the last four games, would you have taken nine points out of 12 knowing we'd lose 6-2 to the scum? <laughs> I probably would have done. I don't. I know it's shit losing to scum, but fuck me, we need the points. Let's just. There's more, more to it than that there, and there was no fans in there, so that's would have made it a hell of a lot worse. Yeah, our rivals, our rivals, Brighton. You know what are they? Ten points behind now. Fuck off, Brighton. I mean, the, the, reality, <laughs> the reality is that if we'd have put one of those five hundred million chances that we had against Arsenal away, we'd be on. Yeah. 26 points and if the ball hadn't deflected off Phillips's head into the goal for Wolves we'd have 27 points and we'd be fifth well if we'd have not had a bollocks decision with the stupid handball at the start of the season we'd have got a better result against Liverpool well there but you it's go it's though isn't it so yeah. I suppose it so... goes round though doesn't it I'm, I'm, I'm happy with where we are we're three points behind fifth, I think. Uh, what is it 26 points, Villa in fifth or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, we're five points behind think, the Champions League places. If we start, if we beat Spurs, which will be a different kind of game and a much tougher game on the counter-attack, then if you beat Spurs, you do start thinking, where could we finish? I still think we'll finish somewhere around where we are, realistically, but there is the possibility we could do much better. Well, I know we're we're not going to finish Who knows? in the, in the relegation zone. That's where we're not going to yeah. finish. Hey. We're, we're not going to finish on one fucking so point far like from Sheffield from. United. I, I, oh we played Sheffield God. United again. and they played quite well against us. And Melier yeah. had to pull a blinder of a save. It reminded me of Nigel Martin that one. I really and there's no bigger. Yeah, we ruined them. There's no bigger compliment. And yeah, we uh, fucking ruined them, mate. We're in the season. <laughs> and Newcastle looked terrible. They were easily the worst team that we've played so far. But today, yeah. West Brom, I mean, they look like a, the the blind school. I don't know. Like Mental to think that they were our biggest rival but 12 months ago. And we are so far away from them now. So far away from this brilliant city. And, and to be honest, our team isn't that much change as well. I know they didn't... Sp- spend much money but we are we are light years ahead of them and that's just brilliant absolutely brilliant to see yeah. I really enjoy that it was 1-0 wasn't yeah. it and Slavan Bilic was was giving it the big ones for Bielsa you know he was he was yeah, fucking, yeah. it was Romance. a Bielsa loving and and you yeah know, the, they had a, a extended hug and you know it was almost like slow motion and and romantic <laughs> music came on you know you had this rose-tinted filter come up and they looked into each other's eyes and there was just you could sense the love and the respect there yeah and i was i was i'm 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 fine with west brom i mean they're religious that's okay it doesn't really bother me as long as they don't tell me i've got to be religious that's fine they can do what they want but and they're not villa so i was i was kind of happy that they came up but i don't know what the fuck has gone wrong with them because they deserve the turn to shit mate they deserve it for you know, they weren't doing badly because of Billich. They were doing badly no. in my opinion because no, they haven't invested in good players. Like who was the lad they've signed? Um is it is Diangana they signed for about fifteen mil? Mm. Yeah. Like, almost the same amount of money yeah. we spent on Rafinha. I mean off your fucking tits. But yeah, mm. but they've not invested a lot, have they? So 
Um, no. Yeah, I think they'll go. Well, I think I think they'll be the first team to get relegated under Big Sam, which makes me very fucking happy. Well, it was a victory. <laughs> it was a victory against uh, uh, Brexit football, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And 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 it, if we'd mm-hmm. have lost that game today, you you would have had all of these flag waving fucking cunts. But I would have been, been the same trope. <laughs> all of these fucking dickhead pundits coming up to fucking conveyor belt of been them. found out yeah oh yeah you've been found out naive disrespectful of the Premier League you can't defend uh, all of this shit yeah, the English not the English way it's, that's two clean sheets in a row against the two Brexit football teams of the Premier League and we out Brexit footballed one of them and we've just completely fucking obliterated <laughs> the other Going back to what you said about Bilic and Bielsa having that hug at the end, mm. uh, having that hug at the end of the game we had last season, did you see Big Sam just completely fuck off Bielsa at the end? And who was he talking to? His little, um, who's his, who's his uh, right-hand man? Some yeah, way, was he it? talking to him in Spanish? Or am I, am I, I don't know, they were they had an extended chat, didn't they? I th- yeah, I think well, I think little Sam Lee has, has got some Spanish in his back pocket. Dua Cerveza, por favor. <laughs> That'll be the extent of it. <laughs> you know it will. Man of the match. Uh, I've got to agree with Amazon's as Alioski for me. I thought he was fucking excellent. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Um, I quite enjoyed uh, him getting. Who was it that uh, gave him the bloody nose? I quite like seeing uh, seeing him snap him afterwards. I quite like that from him. Mm. <laughs> but brilliant goal, energetic as per, strong, aggressive. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, really, really brilliant, and linked up well with Harrison. I thought. Yeah, I'd completely agree with Amazon's choice, to be honest. I thought it was really hard to pinpoint because so many players were so good. Like, mm. Calvin controlled the game completely. Yeah. Um, but the, the player that stood out for me um, was, again, and I think he's probably been up there as player, player of the season for me, um, was Luke Ayling. Mm. Um, playing centre-half, he brought that ball out like prime Sol Campbell just taking people on and bringing it past the halfway line, just breaking lines. And I was just like, considering that he didn't even, he wasn't even sure he'd have the confidence to step up to this level, whether he was good enough. Always really been told he maybe wasn't good enough. I mean, fuck it is, isn't it? Like, it was class today. Absolutely Absolutely class. There was good stuff at times from from Ailing and and Dallas and, and Harrison and Rafinha at times it just um it takes away from some of those performances by some of the kind of sloppy play when we went to sleep at times at the back okay fair enough we'll four nil up but we just stay awake for an hour and a half you know you're a professional footballer (laughs) you mean like when he kicked out for a corner for no reason whatsoever (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like when um when Ailing could have played it to to click and then backed off to the sideline and then got it back off click and they could have worked that together. Instead, he plays a pass into Melier, who then has three West Brom players bearing down on him. And it's no wonder that, you know, I mean, he's been told to try and play it around and tiki-taka and all that. He's 20 years old, you know. They're the outfield players. They should focus on themselves first before they pass him the ball. Man of the match for me was um, Calvin Phillips. Because he again D 
didn't make any mistakes, really. One or two stray passes, that's going to happen when you have 76% possession. Uh, and he, yeah. he's playing these progressive balls and, and switching the play. So sometimes it's not going to work. I've just seen Fat Sam is trending. But yeah, he's controlled <laughs> that game. <laughs> Completely. I can't argue with that, Donny, because um, for me, he just... It oozes class. I think there were times, first maybe three, four games of the season, where you looked at Calvin and went, "Has he taken this step up? Like, is he mm. is he as good as we think he is?" Mm. And I think over the last month or so, he's really shown that he absolutely fucking is mm. as good as we think he is. Um, mm. It was surprising for me because although Leon Osman clearly doesn't understand like all the other pundits about our tactics, he said, "I think it was him that said he would rather take." Calvin Phillips than than Declan Rice if he had to pick between the two mm. to the Euros because well, he, he knows his players. He knows players, doesn't he? Leon, yeah. he he can he yeah. can watch a game and comment on it, but having the knowledge beforehand to say, okay, they're going to play three three one three because I've looked up Marcelo Bielsa on Wikipedia, uh, spent fucking two <laughs> minutes doing it, and I read the. <laughs> Opening paragraph and oh three three one three is his signature. Okay, fucking idiot. I just think he's continuing to get better, Calvin, isn't he? And I, I thought at twenty four yeah. years old, maybe he wouldn't continue to go on the tra- trajectory that he he has. But for me, he he definitely is. I think he's he's still making progress. I think he's a shoe in for the England squad, or he should be. And long sure. long may he reign and stay at the club. You can see he's sort of so hopefully anyway the sort of guy that would stay with us as long as we want him for his career. And I absolutely love that. I, he's the sort of guy you want around at a club. He's such a good lad. Um, and like you say, Cookie, he's, he is actually getting better and better um, and really taking the Premier League on. So, yeah, I, I want him to stick around forever and um, I'll stop supporting Leeds the second he leaves. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to compliment a player and insult a player all at the same time. And people will be annoyed at this because this man also should stay around the club because I love him as our captain, but you can see the difference defensively, in my opinion, how much more solid we look without Liam in the team. Strike mm-hmm. has looked superb in that role since he's gone yeah. in there. He looks like a natural-born centre-half. He's much better at reading the game. He's a better passer of the ball. He's maybe not as good a header of the ball um, yet, but... I think we look more defensively solid. Now, I love Liam Cooper as our club captain. I really do. Hope he stays around the club for a long time. But to me, you could see the difference in a, a defender that can really, really read the game, in my opinion. He's been struggling yeah. for form He's and cooler fitness, on the ball. hasn't he? That's the thing about, about mm. Cooper. Just been... Yeah, when you don't have the yeah. game time to get your, your game right. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and... you. Th- Thrown in, you know, there was no, there was no preseason, <laughs> and he's thrown in the, at the deep end, um, in in a new division. Yeah, uh, when you're trying to get up to speed, and maybe your form's a little patchy as well, and and there are all sorts of things in the background to people's lives. Like, remember that I think it was Cooper's kid was ill, and he didn't sleep for a few days. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was after the Forest yeah. game and before the Bristol. Bristol game, and and I think Marcelo came to the hospital or something, and then he yeah, he scored in that Brentford and, game, didn't he? Yeah, and then he scored, and that was the start of it. That was the start of the the turnaround, and I think we yeah. only lost 
we only lost against Cardiff. We only drew twice and we won 13 of the rest of the game. So I think there are things that happen in the background that we might not be privy to. And yeah, another and good, good think... example is Pablo, for example. Yeah. But in yeah. the immediate, I, I agree, in the immediate, his form hasn't been anywhere near the level. No. I mean, what's not in doubt, Donny, what's definitely not in doubt is... Leeds United runs through Cooper's veins. You can tell he's, uh, you know, he's a born Leeds fan. He loves playing for the club. He loves being the captain. The players love him. He gives absolutely everything to Leeds United, and that is absolutely not in question. Um, and I think he has a part to play in this squad. Um, I just, I don't see him in the long term being our centre-half that takes us on to the next level. And I just think you see a difference when he's not in there in terms of his ability to read the game and his lack of pace. Mm. Um, but I want to clarify really clearly that I fucking love him and nothing will ever take away from him that he was the captain who returned us back to where we belong. So Simple you were speaking earlier about the female pundit, okay? And yeah. apparently it was Karen... Karen Carney. So I remember her from the 2015 Women's World Cup. So this is the formula, isn't it? So you you get an ex-player, either a man or a woman, on as a pundit instead of somebody who actually has a brain. Suppose <laughs> 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 the problem is getting enough good ones, though, isn't it? Because... I mean, what were they covering? Three games simultaneously today? I mean, they had another... Oh, they yeah. had another... Like, a lot of, I, I like a lot of female pundits, and I think a lot of them are very, very good. But they also had on one of the other games, um, Aluko, and she's a fucking knobhead, so... Yeah, <laughs> Just as many knobheads out there in the female punditry world mm. um, and lacking knowledge. It's got nothing um, to do with... Men, but, Nothing to do no. with her gender. No, it's it's more the no, fact that she's dumb. got no fucking clue what she's talking about. So um, she said... Yeah. She doesn't, questioned doesn't take whether, a penis to do some research. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. She questioned whether Leeds could sustain their style of play until the end of the season. And she said that we wouldn't have been promoted without the COVID outbreak. And this is what I mean, just stupid cunt. I mean, the thing... It's I just bollocks, say, isn't it? I could sit here all day and talk to you because a lot of people probably watch this and go, oh, you've just got something against a female pundit. Now I'll sit here and tell you that I think Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank's a fucking numpty, but we do that. We can do that all day long, all the time because he's on it more often, you know, and he was fucking useless today. He's got no valuable input at all. Um, He's so negative, isn't he? So negative. He's just a dick, isn't Isn't he? Is he? Like, even after we just absolutely battered West Brom 5 no. Like, oh, what do you think about the game, Jimmy? He's like, yeah, no, they were okay, you know. And he's like, fuck off, we've absolutely battered him 5 0, and he's still not happy about it. I, I don't know, I can't stand him. And he's on Sky and he's on uh, Amazon. Fuck him off, man. 76% possession, 14 shots to four, six on target, five goals, 12 chances created. They created one chance. Apparently, big. I fucking love gone. Big Sam said that if there was no one in goal, they couldn't have scored. 
<laughs> I really want to fucking love that we scored five goals against 1.2 xg. <laughs> <laughs> fucking worldy goals as well. Fuck we didn't you, talk XG. about. Yeah, we didn't talk oh, about them. Unbelievable! Though. What was your favourite, Donny? Oh, it has to be Rafinha. I mean, he has been threatening to do that. Yeah, ever see. since he's ever since he's been on the pitch. I mean, just like one two step over. Yeah. You know, he finally got past past this man because I thought their left back played him quite well actually um, he, he tried a few tricks yeah. but <laughs> it never really worked Miss you, he, Rafinha was trying those tricks and it, it didn't work and, and and it was Peltier was it uh, anyway it was, it, was, yeah. he was he was very strong I thought he did well against Rafinha actually he was one of the few West Brom players that was sort of trying to play the same sport that we were. Yeah. I anyway. mean, until, until he showed uh, <laughs> a really strong left-footed Rafinha inside onto his left foot, to which point Rafinha went, <laughs> thank you. Well, Rafinha <laughs> did it. If you give Rafinha enough, if you give the ball to Rafinha enough times, like we did, yeah. eventually he's going to, he's going to do you because he's just yeah. too skillful. And yeah, I'm, I mean... When I was a kid, right, the first World Cup I ever saw, 1994, that Brazil team were fucking incredible. There's no England there. So I was, you know, this is like entrenched in me, Brazilians. And then Ronaldinho and um, Fat Ronaldo, they were my <laughs> fucking heroes when I was a kid, you know? And so to have a Brazilian, and, and I think he's, he's threatened so much to, to do exactly what he did, and you've got Gary Lineker saying it's a goal of the season contender. And I think you forget about it because we scored five goals. And it, it's when you score that many goals, it's difficult to have one in your mind. It's a bit like the Dallas goal at, at, at Old Trafford. Yeah. If we'd have got anything out of that game, we'd be carrying him around on shoulders. We'd be, yeah. look at the Beckford goal. <laughs> I mean, that is not. That is not a prime uh, goal. It's a shit goal. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a worldie. It's not a wonder strike by any means. It's no. taken about six months to trickle over the line. Um, and, and Dallas has smashed it into the top corner and, and Rafinha has. It's a, it's a worldie. It's a great yeah. finish, isn't it? I wonder when the last yeah. time was, if there's been a time where we had three different players score with their left foot in a game. Ooh. Three really strong left-footed finishes tonight. Yeah. Alios, Garrison, and Rafinha. Mm. All good finishes, weren't they? Harrison's was underrated. Yeah. I really thought Harrison's was sick. Yeah. yeah, really good hold-up player for that. Like you said, turned his man really, really well. And he started to move off as well, didn't he? I don't remember if things like that. If only we could like hold him, but you know, Man City want to keep him. I'm sure they Come do. We couldn't we couldn't get Man, Man City to sell him to us. It's some of Karen Khan. He sold you. What a what a, what a, yeah, not a surprise at all having a fucking Karen involved in a football <laughs> game. Oh, she's called Karen as well. That's and and it's the last game of yeah. 2020. It was the it was the last opportunity for oh. a Karen for a Karen to get involved. In uh, in Leeds United, she, she <laughs> just snuck in there. Thank you, 2020. All of the goals gave me happiness. That's from Marcella. Well, Marcella, they gave us each one gave us happiness. I don't think we will ever 
justifiably be able to return the amount of happiness that Bielsa deserves compared mm. to what he has given us ever. I love Definitely that man. Not. I know. I just hope we get to see him in the stadium before uh, before he goes. <laughs> Please. I think he'll stay next season, me. Yeah, I do as well. I do. He cannot. We're giving him everything he wants. He can't. He can't possibly want to leave. He must love it here. The only thing is, obviously, he's far away from his family, but. He loves it. You can see he loves it. Even when we're four nil up, in, and such, you know people are misplacing passes, you can see it. He cares. He gets it. He loves it. Yeah. That was the first time we loved Sam him. Sam Allardyce <laughs> has lost five nil in the Premier League. Uh, <laughs> I uh, love yeah. that. Nobody deserves to get a team relegated more than that. What Premier League is shit without us. I mean, just listen to these score lines: Brighton nil, Arsenal won, <clears throat> Burnley won. Sheffield United, nil. Edge of my seat. Southampton, nil. West Ham, nil. West Brom, nil. Leeds Ooh. United, fucking Bielsa ball, five. <laughs> Some yeah, fucking... Two days ago, we were, yeah. two days ago, we were the only team that won. Yeah. I know, yeah. How good is that? <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> oh, but, uh, it's it's undoubtedly, it. undoubted that we have improved the Premier League. Absolutely yeah. undoubted. And... All of this criticism after the scum game is completely unjustified. And it's just by a bunch of overpaid, ignorant twats who don't Jealous. know. Any- twats. Well, Jealous, yeah. they don't know anything about us because they don't watch the championship and they don't watch any other Premier League games. They've just noticed us because we played scum and we lost 6 2. That's it. Yeah. So they've perked up, they've pricked up. And they've fucking <laughs> spewed some abusive, ignorant diarrhea out of their mouth. And right, yeah. it really upset Bielsa. And that pisses yeah, me it off. Did. Yeah, the only downside to tonight is that we're going to have loads of people enjoying watching us again. And I were quite liking us get, getting back to people thinking we were cunts. <laughs> Wait till the fans get back in, mate. Wait till the fans get back in. Everyone will hate <laughs> us again. Just you watch it. Would- I've always loved that this club is ours and people don't really like us. Yeah. And then this season, we were everybody's second team, which can get in the fucking bin. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah. we lose to Man United 6-2. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's fucking, they're not, they're not good. Oh, look at them. Oh, yeah, fuck Leeds, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yes, we've lost to <laughs> At least everyone fucking hates us again. And now they're going to love us again, aren't they? Horrible. Uh, fucking hell. I don't Nobody mind that, Leeds fans deserve this. Other people <laughs> don't deserve it. Mm, <laughs> We've yeah. earned this. Yeah. We've been through yeah. so much pain to get to this joy. Mm. Well, you know. No, okay. I agree. Um, so, most memorable moment of the match. So, the moment that you'll think of when you think back at, back to this game. Cookie? Um, for me, I would probably just go with Rafinha's goal. I just think it was... Absolutely classic. He kept trying and trying and trying. And um, I just I think the lad's absolute beaut. And what a finish right into the top corner. So, yeah, Rafinha's goal for me. Sam? Uh, I know it's a bit of a cop-out, but I'm going to go for the whole of the first half because it was it was one of the... It probably is the best half I've, um, I've seen Bielsa, um, you know, under Leeds. And, yeah, it was just complete dominance. Uh, the goals were absolutely outstanding. I know Rafinha's was in the second half, but yeah, I've, I've just never felt that comfortable and happy at half time thinking we've absolutely controlled it. They've done absolutely nothing. And 
even better that it's against Big Sam. So, yeah, I know it's a bit of a cop-out, but all of the first half for me, it was just sublime, absolutely sublime. But you, Donny? Yeah, it's it's a real toss-up. I'm going to have to kind of cop semi-cop-out um, as well because that own goal was so fucking <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> What is he doing? Um, and I just laughed. And there's very few times when you watch Leeds and you can you can just you can genuinely have a like a deep belly laugh for mm. a, for for a good twenty seconds, you know. And that was me. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I was just so happy. I was so happy that he um, he scored a twenty five yard screamer of an own goal. I just fucking love that. So that's the kind of sadistic side of me. And then then the other kind of more happy side of me would, would say the Rafinha moment. Yeah. So let's um let's uh, wrap it up then. So final thoughts. Gentlemen. Absolutely absolutely brilliant. Um like, like I've just said, never never actually felt like that in a long time. Just relax, happy. You know, getting to the end of the game and I'm not shitting myself on the edge of my sheet, you know, necking back cans just to get through it. Um, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, I've, yeah, just thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, bring on Tottenham. I know it's going to be a hard game. You know, they've got some real, real quality compared to West Brom. It really didn't. But yeah, I'm just going to enjoy it. Um, great end to 2020, which has been a shit year. 5 no win, take us nicely into the top half. Can't have some more than that. I'll keep mine short and sweet. Being a Leeds fan is, for the first time in a long time, just fucking brilliant. I loved it. Final thoughts from me are, I cannot believe West Brom are in the same division as us. (laughs) It's it's, weird, isn't it? It looks like, they look like, honestly, they look like a League One team. Not even a League One team. They look like a group of random strangers who didn't know about football before and 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 had been explained the rules about 15 minutes before kickoff and sent out there go on get out there have fun <laughs> Crowley will put up a better fight than they will I, I guarantee you mm. I right. loved I loved that that West Brom were wasting time 4-0 down <laughs> like, just didn't want any more yeah, stop the how, goals we're good with this let's just end it <laughs> So uh, that was your match review podcast. So it's a very good bye from me and it's a very good bye from Cookie. See you later, guys. And it's a very good bye from Sam. Goodbye, everybody. Super leads. And uh, stay tuned for the New Year's special with a certain Phil Hay. That's it. That's your luck. Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. You should probably give them a follow as they're more interesting than us. A very special thanks to Adam Warner, Barney Stewart, Cookie, Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. <laughs>